Well, hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here, and we are back for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. I say we because, of course, along with me, meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing well. You know, uh, it's uh, kind of in a wet pattern here for us, but we'll take it. I am liking the temperatures staying, for the most part, below uh, 90. You know, it's uh, keeping us a little cool. I'll trade it out there. I'll trade a little bit of that rain for some cooler air. Yeah, things have been uh, very wet here the last couple of days. We are recording this on Thursday, September 16th. And uh, this pattern looks like it's going to continue really right through the weekend and into next week. Uh, But maybe some big changes coming up. We were looking at that for the beginning of the month of October. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. that's a long ways out. And we got uh, over two weeks or so to see what's going on with that. But we have a lot to talk about. Today we're going to be discussing... Uh, hurricane season, where we are now, what's coming down the pike here. Do you say pike or pipe? I would say pipe, pipe, pipe. but I don't know. Right? Sure. I don't know. Call us. Tell One us if we're wrong. Yeah, let us know. Well, we're kind of at halftime. You know, if you if you want to call it that here with the hurricane season, we just went over the climatological peak, um, the 10th. So now, you know, we're on that other edge of the hump, and hopefully, you know, it's downhill from here in a good way not activity-wise, but Dave, it started out as very active. You know, Hurricane Center, NOAA, you know, said that it was going to be above average. It has been. They updated it earlier this season, readjusting those numbers, still above average. And looking at what we've had so far this year, that is definitely the case. Yeah. um, So typically, when again, we're recording this on the 16th, around this time, the middle of September, what you normally see is already, I believe, having about seven tropical storms. All right, for something around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and usually you have a, a couple of hurricanes already, I think with one major hurricane roughly around yeah. this. So that's kind of a, where you would say, okay, that's an average season so far. This year, as you mentioned, yeah, it's been quite uh, quite the different story. Yeah, you know, we're not quite on the same track as, as what the records we've had in the past, but it's still above average. I mean, we've got 14 name storms already. And by the time, you know, we hit Friday, we could have another. There are a couple of different areas of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Certainly. high regards out there that could become named, not necessarily an impact to us, but we're just talking names for now. Already at 14 named storms. And we had another uh, year just kind of backtracking because I know we haven't had, uh, we haven't really done a summary lately. We had that first named one on May 22nd with Anna. And that impacted Bermuda. But looking back even further, this was something different from the Hurricane Center this year when they began issuing those outlooks on May 15th. So kind of gives you reason to believe like, you know, maybe in the future they're going to change when the beginning of hurricane season is. And that would allow, uh, you, you know, maybe the public to pay attention a little bit earlier on in the season. But it's been six years in a row now or, or something where we've had stuff before June 1st, six, seven years. I was going to say six or seven it's years been in at a row. Least six. Yeah. And, and I did ask when I interviewed the, the National Hurricane Center, they actually said that that is something they are discussion, uh, discussing because they uh, now that you mentioned that they, they, they start their tropical weather outlooks now in the middle of May because of this last six to seven year period, yeah. they've been getting a lot of activity. So why not go ahead and start that anyway? So mm-hmm. there is talk of them actually extending the actual season, which would correspond really more for the uh, Eastern Pacific as well. I think they start in the middle of May for their typical season, yeah, but it would still go through the end of November. You know, the storms are going to form when they, they form and, and just by changing the date of when we say hurricane season starts, that just kind of, spreads that message a little bit earlier, you know, let people know uh, it's, uh, you know, it's ingrained in everybody's brain that June 1st is like, oh, hurricane season. But, you know, you can have stuff before that. And we've 
had that, and we've had them since then too, Dave, because it's been pretty wild out here. You know, we've remained, you know, okay in regards. Um, you know, we've got, we got a nice wooden table here, so we'll knock on that. But uh, we have had, you know, a decent amount of activity overall in the Atlantic Basin. You know, and this year we have have been impacted by, I think it's been four or five storms yeah, here. Yeah, Here, like starting with Claudette. I think Claudette was the first one. It was a tropical storm coming in off of the Gulf. Uh, it moved to our north, but we did get a little bit of some shower activity, I, I believe, on that uh, back in June. Um, tropical storm Danny moved right over our area. It would Elsa too. Uh, that was the end of June. Uh, Elsa, which was a hurricane, but when it moved over us, I think it was more transitioning into a tropical storm. So mm-hmm. we had impacts from that. There's three right there. Uh, tropical storm Fred, I think gave us uh, some clouds, but that was more still Western areas of, of Georgia. I mean, it's just crazy to think about all the, the, the impacts uh, that we've had. And now kind of uh, we had, I guess, indirect from Ida. Yeah, Some of the moisture still was moving over in our it's area. influenced, but not like Yeah, exactly. Directly. And we had Mindy, uh, yeah. Tropical Storm Mindy, move over, <laughs> went through uh, North Florida, southern areas of Georgia, and now the, kind of the remnants of Nicholas. Again, we talked about that, that tropical moisture still kind of right. it's impacting us. Because it, the system itself now is, is post-tropical, thank, right. thankfully, but we're still getting moisture that is, you know, tropical influenced yeah. so i mean you can make an, an argument active for year these. for us yeah you know active year with minimal impacts it's fine or how many we've had yes. i will take that for sure but three major hurricanes already you know that's uh that's pretty much above average so i went back i dug a little deeper than i typically do here so looking at uh hurricane center data from 1930 to 2020 and usually we do these climate averages over the past 30 years. So this is going back 90 years, averaging them out. Um, you typically see two and a half on average major hurricanes a season. And here we are halfway through already above that. So, you know, things have been a little bit more active as of late. So you expect these numbers to, to go up. But I mean, it's crazy that we're halfway through the season. We already have three major hurricanes with Grace, Ida and Larry. And, and this is the time of the year as you get, you know, more into the end of September that you could get some of those bigger hurricanes in the Atlantic, especially as you get the large body of water, the water temperatures are at their warmest typically at, at yeah. that time, because once you get in October and stuff, then the water temperatures start to decrease a little bit. So that's why you have a little bit less activity out that, there as well. You know, one of the reasons why we see those decreasing temperatures is, you know, because the seasons are changing. It's favorite time wow. of the year. Mine too. You get, I don't know, you kind of flip that calendar from September to October. Something about it. It just seems like, you know, put your little fall wreath out. You know, it might still be 85, 90 degrees some days, but October just kind of brings back good memories. Uh, uh, the starting slide into the best time of the year. And as we record this, we're 100 days from Christmas, which is our favorite. <laughs> no secret there. And uh, definitely, uh, Looking forward. To, last year felt weird, you know, with the holidays. Oh, the whole COVID? Yeah, you know. So I'm, I maybe am more excited than normal for the fall season. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, COVID is still, the COVID is still there. It's still I here. mean, yeah. it's still something that people are going to be thinking about. But people are still kind of back to normal, uh, trying to do more normal things. We're actually outside and we're uh, communicating with each other and hanging out, even though we're vaccinated now and mask and stuff whatever is going on with that so yeah. i think it's going to be a little bit more of a normal but not a true normal season coming up here. like an in-between 
Yeah. It's like a, you Something know, a little, better. Can't I'll, get any worse than it was last year. I don't say it. I hope not. Well, I don't want to go back to that. You I'm and, I were, on wood, you and yeah. I were working from home for a while, and it was not after a while. Like, you're like, oh, this is cool. And then it wears off, and the, the coolness of it, and you're like, all right, I'm ready to get back. Like to see everybody. some people. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're getting getting close to, to fall starting. And, you know, previously we've talked about how you've got the difference of meteorological seasons and the, you know, astronomical. So we are technically already in meteorological fall, which started right. at the beginning of September because that goes by the calendar. But we've got uh, the autumnal equinox coming up on the 22nd. 22nd. And each year you, you think about that. And it can occur anytime between the 20th to the 22nd. Uh, and this year it happens, as you mentioned, on, on the 22nd, which is coming up next Wednesday. Uh, and um, that is the time where you're looking at that. And the sun, as you know, has different times of their, uh, throughout the year, has different angles. It's at its highest for the, us here in the Northern Hemisphere as you get into June 21st, which is the beginning of summer. Uh, that's when it's at its farthest, most northern point. And now as we're going down, it's going back down and it's right over the equator. So they say it's kind of the autumnal equinox. So you got kind of equal times of sunlight and daylight as the sun will be directly over the equator. Yeah. And equinox stands in Latin for equal night. So, hey, there you go. Imagine that. I know. It it looks (laughs) fancy. Didn't know it was Latin. Well, there you go. Uh, That's something that I don't know that I remembered from elementary school. I don't know if they told us that one or not, but it, it is interesting. You know, you're going back from the north to the south, and, and that's whenever, you know, kind of think a way that I can remember that is because, you know, it's kind of like the sun setting, and then soon we get into fall, we fall back, we have daylight all changing up there, coming up. I know a lot of people are, uh, it's a hot topic asking people. You wouldn't think that, that this is a big topic. A lot of people are against our time change or for it. So it's interesting. You but know, that's it, how I remember the whole, a long story short, going from north to south as the sun passes over the equator. I think of it as sun setting, changing the daylight hours, and, and that's how I remember it. Yeah, and that's, that is a whole controversial about whether we turn our clocks back or keep them the same or whatever. And there was a reason why we did that back in, in the, the early days, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was more farming. I think yeah, I that think was a story that to people keep, to give them a little bit more daylight, right? Um, useful daylight, they call it. I useful think. daylight, right? Obviously, you're gonna, you know, daylight's gonna be there when it is. But yeah, exactly. You have the same amount, no matter if it's an hour mm-hmm. later or whatever. It's still gonna be the same amount of time, but useful when more people are gonna be up and can take advantage of that daylight. Nowadays, I mean, we have electricity. Yeah, <laughs> we have so we have lights. We don't really need to be changing back and forth, but. Um, you That's know, for it, lawmakers just, to decide. Yeah, hey, we're we're the uh, the measly little uh, meteorologists out here. We don't make those decisions. We will communicate them. So, uh, you know, the fall, great memories. I, I think it already kind of puts me in, in a good mood just knowing what's on the horizon. Um, I, I just love it. I know usually, you know, you've got a competitive baseball team to talk about going for, a, you know, a pennant there with your Red Sox. I'm um, a Red Sox fan, yes. Uh, for me, my Rangers have not been good in about eight or nine years. Um so my attention typically turns to college football, um, as a lot of people here in the SEC country and ACC do as well. I'm a lonely uh, Big 12 guy out here with the Sooners, and we're doing okay so far. We'll see how that goes whenever we switch over to the SEC. But, you know, they're just good things Yeah, I was going to say, you're, to coming, you're coming to the, the, yeah, the best conference. They're, they're, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll make it the best one. But uh, ah, well, I'm kidding. You know, if we would have... I, I am a, a big talker because uh, what have we done in the college football playoffs so far other than hurt my feelings? Uh, that's about it. Um, but, you know, th- I, I say that 
to say, you know, there, there are just some good, good things coming our way here. Extracurriculars, you know, and it's fun to, I enjoy forecasting cold fronts. I love trying to time them out when they're going to get here. I love watching the contours on our maps change as a front comes in. You still have like 80s at the coast and you've got inland areas in the 50s and 60s and you watch the dew points drop and it's just fun. It makes it a little bit easier Mm -hmm. for you to do a weather report on TV because in the summertime, it's basically the same thing. It is. We we are. I mean, you get the drier morning, warm and muggy, heated up in the afternoon. There'll be some scattered showers and storms for somebody with the sea breeze. Yeah, usually. Temperatures will be in the 90s. It'll be hot. Mm Mm-hmm. By 11, you know, maybe by the end of mean cutter shift, we're starting to see a couple little downpours popping up. Yeah. You know. Now, like I said, there's no cold fronts usually in, in the summertime. So, and you get in the fall, you get to see some of that colder air dropping south behind some of those cold fronts, and they do make it into our area occasionally, which is good news. I'm here for it. We don't really have a big cold front in the next couple of weeks, but hopefully we get close to it. So now, um, you know, the, I, I found this out today. There are only two moon names that are astronomically tied, tied together to the naming of it. So let, okay. me, let me make this make sense. You've got the Harvest Enlighten Moon. Enlighten us, yes. You've got the Harvest Moon and the Hunter's Moon. Okay. It, you know, you hear these names, and I don't know who makes them up, who decides what you call a moon. Maybe you and I can can uh, pick, a, pick a full moon in a month, and Maybe. We, can, we can just name it. But um, the Harvest Moon is uh, the closest full moon to the autumnal equinox. So that this year is on the 20th, so it's actually before fall arrives but it's still the harvest moon okay and it's going to be nice and bright out there uh 7 54 p.m on the east coast so could be pretty if we don't have clouds and then the other of the two would be the hunter's moon which is the next full moon after the harvest moon so interesting right and then the other but those are the only ones tied together to like a season the other ones are just called you know you can have a blue moon or whatever and that's when you right have two full moons and two full moons in the same month. But it, it, I thought it was interesting. I but don't know. I think a lot of the times to go back to how they got their names. And that really depends on, you know, back in the day with, with farming and stuff like that. A lot of the mm-hmm. times they would have it depending on when the full moon occurred. It usually would say a uh, signify, okay, well it's time to get the harvest. Right, There's right, going right. to be stuff. Hunters. I think that's more uh, deer season. I yeah, think is that starting start, up. That starts up usually. Um, I don't know exactly when it does in in Georgia and South Carolina. So I don't want to speak to it, but I know that in, in Texas it was usually the first weekend in November that you could go out there, and you could you would have like you know bow season would start before that, but actually like rifle hunting. So yeah, it's it's just interesting. We th- we throw it in there. Um, obviously, moon wise, that affects our tides, so that's more so why we are inclined to to check the phases every day and, and such, but. Just interesting tidbits um, and something that we don't get here, Dave. This is more your neck of the woods, um, technically. Uh, leaves changing colors. Oh, God. Fall foliage was was something you look forward to. It's just so beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. And every year as you get into September and especially as you get into October, you know, you get those cooler nights and the leaves start to change color. And you take that little trip up to the mountains or something and just look at all the orange and red and and yellows in the, in the color of the trees. It was just amazing to look at. Yeah. We don't get a lot of that down here. No, not with our uh, evergreen type trees. <laughs> you know, they're not true evergreens, but they don't change colors. And then a lot of people take day trips. Like you can go up to North Georgia or the, you know, the mountains or whatever and, and get a lot of that fall foliage. And it's just a great time of the year. And, you know, you have the cooler temperatures. So you're drinking your, hot cider or cocoa or whatever that keeps you warm at night as you're out looking around, maybe hay rides and, you know, Halloween will be, you know, coming up. I'll be here before you know it. Yeah. 
Well, I think we covered a lot, and um, I think did. next time we can talk about, uh, as we get probably the next time we have a podcast, we'll be talking about maybe a cold front on the horizon. That and, is something, yeah, we've been and, watching that, and it could be a big one. It could be, but it, it's not going to be for, you know, the entire East Coast or whatever, potentially see how far that sinks down. We'll talk about that, but also I think next time uh, something that I want to talk about is how these fronts can spur off tropical system. So you might be thinking, oh, colder weather's on the way, but a transition with that would be that these fronts can actually have uh, tropical systems develop on them and also um, uh, kind of the second uh, severe weather season. So a couple things to tease ahead to and why they happen on the, the next edition on the First Alert Weather Podcast. That's a lot to talk about, a lot to think about, and hopefully you guys are excited about it as we are. That has been another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Have a great day, everybody.